Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, Minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we get to the heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. And I'm Ed Dollister. Welcome, Ed. Welcome. Thank you. you. It's a pleasure to, uh, <laughs> pleasure to be here. I love what you've uh, done with the place. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, we try to keep it uh, nice and uh, indie-ish. Uh, I hope you, you like course... the skulls. Oh yeah, yeah the, the, the cobwebs are a nice, authentic touch. <laughs> uh, you, of course, are the host of the world's number one Indiana Jones podcast, uh, IndieCast. Uh, yes, I am, and that's mainly due to uh, for the majority of those years. Uh, we were the only Indiana Jones podcast out there, so we could claim <laughs> that. Um, there's a few more now, which is which is great. Uh, but yes. <laughs> For all intents and Ed, purposes, Ed, it, it, you're the number one. It's true, Ed, that you have all five stones, all five podcasting stones. Isn't that correct? <laughs> it's kind of po- you finally got the domination, one. right? That's true, and we're we're moving on to the infinity stones as well. So yeah, we'll we'll get onto those. <laughs> oh my god! First, first the Indiana Jones minute will fall, and then <laughs> then the Star Wars minute will be cast down, <laughs> and then finally uh, Disney will just sell you the rights to Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, there you go. We'd get a film out sooner, probably. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It's well done. Well done. <laughs> All right, but before your world domination uh, takes fully hold, uh, we're here to talk about minute 81 of Temple of Doom. And 81 begins with Willie sobbing and pleading with Indiana, and it ends with Indiana chaining her other wrist into the cage. Well, at the very, very beginning, as you said, of this minute, 81, we see a fretful Willie plead, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. Don't make fun of it. I think it's nice. <laughs> Help us. And you know, it, look, it's a no-nonsense minute. I agree with you, Tom. It's a, it's a totally no-nonsense minute. It's sober. It's a, it's a grave moment. And I'm wondering, you know, could you beg and plead, earnestly beg and plead using any other U.S. state? <laughs> like, could you, could you pull that off with, like, I mean, really imagine, like, Oregon... Oregon it's just it's like in that moment I realized I'm like god this guy's named after a state in the Midwest (laughs) I finally realized not finally realized but I'm you're so aware the way Willie's pleading his name that he's named after a state and you know what makes me really upset that makes me upset that his name isn't actually Indiana that we find out later I want his actual birth name to be Indiana (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's, I call that, that's midichlorians. <laughs> that's just bogus. That's bogus. His name should be Indiana. I don't even know, what is his name? Henry or something like that? Henry. Oh, yes. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but I like that you guys are talking about how this is, she hits, she hits such a different note right here, and it's so serious. Yeah. But right after she says that, 
you get this great slow turn by Mola Ram, and I love it because <laughs> it's just like he's finally getting a joke. And I think he heard the uh, the the funny looking men always looking for their mommies, and I think he just got it. And he, like you see him slowly turn, and he's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, "It's going to be sweet sacrificing this one after a joke like that. I'm going to enjoy this." I, you know, Pete, you're, I know the shot you're talking about, and it's a great profile pick of Molaram and he's mm. rocking a serious, serious 80s mullet. And I, I just call that <laughs> mullet rom. At that just that shot he's mullet rom. Do you think that's the I, purpose I mean, of the helmet of the of the head headdress? <laughs> I do. I mean he looks like he plays drums for winger. Yeah. Or spinal tap or something. Yeah, or yeah. maybe like warrant. <laughs> but you know, I mean, what's amazing is that, and 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 Pete, you did touch on this earlier. You know, you see that bursting cascade of hair coming off the shrunken yeah. head and flowing. Yeah. It's it's literally half. It flows halfway down Molaram's back, and it begs the question: Is that shrunken head Crystal Gale? <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. That's funny. (laughs) I think, unfortunately, they got their hands on, somebody got their hands on Crystal Gale and shrunk her head. And, you know, because that, that, I mean, that was like, her hallmark was that 30-yard waterfall of hair (laughs) flowing behind it. And so I I did a little bit of research, and I, I can prove it. Crystal Gale was the first female artist in country music history to reach platinum sales with her 1997 album, or I'm sorry, it was a 1977 album, wait for it, We Must Believe in Magic. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yep. That's Crystal Gale. And what, what, what color uh, eyes are the, uh, are they blue or brown? <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for "Don't Make My Brown Eyes Blue." I think when you, when you, yeah, yeah when you, that's her. Yeah, yeah. Don't okay. make my brown eyes blue. My first grade teacher liked that song. You, you have that's to. Um, I think when you boil the shrunken head, you might lose some of the eye color pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Either that, or she's like, maybe that's kind of a, maybe that's kind of a, you know, she's talking about, you know, I don't want to drink the collade. Don't make my brown eyes blue. <laughs> don't make me drink it. You know, I don't want to join this cult. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> well, Ed, since these uh, these minutes are kind of uh, uh, willy and shorty heavy, and since they're yep. sometimes, depending on who you ask, they can be very controversial characters, where do you stand on these two guys? Uh, I, look, I think they serve the pur- purpose of the film really well. I mean, I, uh, when I saw Temple of Doom for the first time, this it was quite actually... I, I'm quite glad I got these two, uh, this, this scene with this uh, Indiana Jones minute because I remember seeing this uh, with my, vividly with my friend Jason Shitty when we went to see it and we thought Willie Scott was going to die at this point as a 14-year-old <laughs> kid. We're going, oh my God, she's actually going to, there's no way she can uh, escape from this. So we didn't really <laughs> mind her character. We just thought, you know, different different sort of character, the um the, you know, the damsel in distress. So I, I still don't have a problem with her. I feel that uh, she fits the story better. I am a, I am a short round guy. Having said that, I, I do prefer Sulla um, to uh, oh, short sure. round as all the, um, the companions of, uh, of Indy or sidekicks. But uh, I think this is, this is a great scene where you can actually, especially um, where you get to see a little bit of uh, short round get, get into action mode and uh, uh, part of me would have loved to have seen a little spin-off, uh, you know, on the streets of Shanghai with uh, Short Round. I think that would have been a great little, uh, not a prequel, but a sidestep 
Maybe an Indiana yeah. Jones story if they were doing those in those days. God, I wonder no, if they will. Like they're doing all those side Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. After they do five, I wonder if they'll be like. You I know, bet you they will. I, th- I think they will. I'd watch that. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll be sitting on mountains of gold when we get to do this podcast. <laughs> well, I like though because you cut here like right after that. You cut to Shorty, and he's going crazy trying to hit that chain. Mm, and um, yeah. there are a couple of interesting things. One, there's an electric light bulb above Shorty. And I think that's fascinating because in 1935 in the United States, most of the rural United States didn't still didn't have electricity. Like that was why FDR, part of the New Deal, was the 1936 Rural Electrification Act. So yeah. Pancot Palace is super advanced. Like they are. <laughs> well, they do have three Sankara stones. Yeah. They, so this is yeah. They're they're definitely on the cutting edge. <laughs> but then I, I I was wondering like does does Shorty is he so frantic? Because he knows that the collie blood magnifies your darker instincts. And I wonder if he knows like what Indy's about to do. It's probably I all wonder. those acoustics. He can probably hear exactly what they're saying <laughs> as it you know, winds <laughs> down those passageways. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. That's, you know, that's a that's a that's a good point. Like he is he I wondered he's he know is is he because he is really frantic and he's he's racing. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 And I think he knows, you know, like, what Indy might be capable of, and he's like, I got to rescue this guy. <laughs> yeah. Even with his best instincts, he can sometimes be a jerk. <laughs> yeah. You know, if he's a total zombie, <laughs> it's not going to be good. But wait, I mean, it made me wonder, too, like, Jerry, what what is your darkest instinct? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't we all have dark instincts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that piece. You know, I, you know I'll go there. I don't have a problem. No, I'm just kidding. We got another well, 15 want to know your minutes. <laughs> Everyone, fast forward about 20 seconds. <laughs> I love that. Cover your kids' ears. Well, I speaking of this... Oh, go ahead, Ed. I was just going to say one thing I, I, I remember from uh, when I was uh, watching this. I always found that cut from Molly Ram to uh, Short Round really jarring. I don't know if you guys do. It just seemed like it was, uh, uh, I don't know, really, a, a, really uh, a jump cut that I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel flow yeah. win the scene really well. I agree completely. That was in my notes. They shouldn't have cut to Shorty. It breaks the moment all up. Mm. Well, I wonder if, because that was originally, there was more that was filmed before this. Like, in the, in the original cut, like, Shorty, like, sees the guy, like, puts the guy's lava pants out. That's and right, he, yes. He, and then he furiously tries to get himself loose because he knows what's happening. Well, okay, well, we, okay, hang on. Because okay. we've talked about this and we're deep enough into the movie now. Were all of these important scenes cut because Harrison Ford hurt his back? No, because some of these they actually filmed. Like, they filmed Shorty and the Lava Guy. They Apparently, I didn't realize this, but, um, like, there have been a lot of pictures lately on Facebook. Uh, they filmed some of the stuff where Willie runs back up into the palace because there are still photos mm-hmm. of some of that stuff. Um, mm. A lot of this stuff, a lot of these scenes, they really, they would have been helpful had they left them in. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, in some my of, opinion. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Some of these would have been... Uh, and like Dale on the, on the Facebook group, the Listener's Crusade, has been posting a lot of great stills I haven't seen. And oh, he yeah. had a couple of, of Willie up, you know, talking to Chatter Law or after she'd run back up. So it looks like they filmed the scene. So I'm not sure why they cut it. Huh. Well, the, the one where like Indy and Chatter Law are, are fighting on a cage. Oh, yeah. That's another one mm-hmm. they filmed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Those great shots. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we should say here, because we were talking last time, Jared, finally the scales fell from his eyes and he realized that nobody ever rips out Willie's heart. You know, uh, <laughs> Mularam was about to do the heart mm. and he called Indy over and Jer finally accepted the truth <laughs> that nobody ever pulls out Willie's heart in this scene. She goes down to the lava pit with, that, with her heart fully intact. And But yeah, it seems like Indy's going to do it. Like Mularam's got something up his sleeve. Like, hey, I'm going to have the new guy do it. But he obviously, like, I feel like this moment here is when he would have done it you know, before closing the cage up. And it never, so this is where we have to say, okay, no, nobody ever pulls out Willie's heart. And that's a little weird. That's never, ever really explained at all. Is that because I, he's I, not a true believer and all the other sacrifices are willingly, you know, going to their deaths? Maybe? Mm, define oh. willingly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about the, well, I mean, like the guy who has the lay on, we call him Larry. Larry is the the original, you know, the the, the first sacrifice guy. Yes. And, and we struggle with that. Is he is he going willingly? Like, does he know what's ha- about to happen? Did, I did do wonder vo- if that's a possibility. Maybe I, I, you know, I never really thought so, but now I'm sort of thinking that would make a lot of sense. Like mm-hmm. he's scared and freaked out, but he's still there knowingly and willingly. And mm-hmm. listen, I want Willie's heart ripped out. <laughs> you're not alone <laughs> and and that's not i'm i'm with you that's gonna tom you brought that up and the scales have fallen and now i'm just <laughs> stepping and you know kicking the scales around at my feet <laughs> it does not make sense yeah the way the way they set up everything else you know everything up here yes willie needs her heart ripped out yeah especially that look that Molaram gives in the last minute he's like right uh, yeah. wait a minute I got a better idea <laughs> and so it turns out that better idea was just I'll sit this one out and I'm not going to bother with the hard thing and the people won't get what they want well and, and the just... music swells and they bring Indy over and he's staring at her chest and the whole you know you're like yes that is what they're, they are the way they're filming it is setting you up for the heart to be ripped out yeah and it's, they, it's they, also they, just, just the way they film it Mm-hmm. Well, they they both do the face caress too, and I was wondering, is that part of the ceremony, or is that like, is it just because they they were kind of a couple, and it, like, does that mean Mola Ram and Larry were a couple? Like maybe they were on their way to Delhi a couple of days ago, and they kind of got waylaid, and then all of a sudden they're stuck here. So is is Indy about to become the next Mola Ram, and Willie's the next Larry? <laughs> It's the only well, explanation. Yeah. This just happens every week. Like they get a new they get a new couple that comes in, and they yeah. Get the bridal suite, and this is what happens. It's like a game show. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the worst dating game ever. <laughs> I, th- I think so. And, and I, you know, I propose that Chatter Lal is really, really jealous that Indy shows up, what, last night, and now he's ripping out hearts. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. There, there's no this this there's no shoots and ladders for Indy. There's no shoots. It's only ladders. <laughs> he just rockets to the top. This meteoric rise to now the heart ripper outer. But, yeah, but but doesn't Chad allow give um Indy a look when uh, when Molaram, you know, uh, beckons over to Indy. You know, he gives that look of. Wow, you've made it, sort of, or am I remembering that incorrectly? <laughs> no, 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 he does. No, yeah, he definitely he does. does. He does. <laughs> yeah, he's like kind of. Well, yeah, we said like yesterday, like maybe he's Indy's sponsor in the program. Like, oh, my, my acolyte is moving on up. I'm so proud. <laughs> With, I'm, I'm just thinking as we're talking about this, would it have worked if Indy went to like? Obviously, you can't have Willie's heart ripped out if she's supposed to survive the movie. But couldn't Indy have like gone to do it, and everyone's totally freaked out, and that's when Shorty bursts in? Or something and like interrupts it. 
Yeah, and then, and then he, kick, he accidentally kicks the lever. Someone kicks the lever, and then she starts going down into the lava. Anyway, exactly. By accident. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I think could totally have done that, that and built the suspense a little more. Maybe that would have yeah. that would have been fine, and that would have made more sense. Yeah, that's kind of like a duh. Nobody asked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when people don't ask. Me. <laughs> but I like that as soon as he shackles her into the cage, like you get a cut to Shorty taking his shackle off. Oh, it's kind yeah, of a nice. That's good. And then you get good. you get Shorty. He starts to run through the cave, and he runs by the the mine cart as Pat's walking by on the other side. Oh, right. And that that picture of the mine cart with the red light looks almost identical to the the original cover of Splinter of the Mind's Eye, <laughs> the Star Wars book wow. back in the seventies. Oh my God, you're right. And maybe that's, that's a kyber crystal. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a Sun What do I do with this? <laughs> well, do, you know, I have proof that every kid in the mine is drunk on the Kool-Aid. Oh, okay. And that's because, yeah, be, you know, because it's just of a clerical error that Shorty was not fed the Kool-Aid. Like, he's the only kid who thought of the obvious. Which is just, you know, like I have an axe in my hand all day long. Yeah, a sharp, yeah. heavy object. Yeah, yeah and a, a pick. And, and, and I'm staring at a chain like 24 hours a day. You know, yeah. why, why is Short Round the only kid who's ever thought of that? And he, and he not right. only that, he thought of that in like 12 minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's another guy down the block with like a, like a Rita Hayworth poster over a hole that he's been working on for like months and months. He's like, oh, why didn't I just go for the chain? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, for the you long know, haul. That, you know, what's interesting is when you really think about it, that Kalade breach of protocol, it really ruins Molaram's whole damn plan. Yeah. You know, and... Look, if if you're running an institution like the Temple of Doom, I mean, you gotta dot I's and cross T's. Mm-hmm. Yep. You let you let the one you let Shorty go by without forcing him the collade, and that's it. There goes world domination. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but it does. This does again. I think strengthen my theory that Shorty is the true hero of the movie. Yeah. And, and you, he even gets the same kind of hero scene here that Indy gets in Raiders when he rides that horse through the crowd in uh, <laughs> at, the, at Tannis. Like Shorty runs through the kids here and they're all carrying baskets on their heads and it's kind of the same kind of scene. Like they're the, you know everyone else is standing around and they don't know what's going on and you've got the right. hero like rushing through the crowd ready yeah. to save the day. Is that this minute or the next one? Well, this it starts Point here. He starts pushing his way through the kids with the oh, baskets okay, yeah. on their heads. All and right. I got, by the way, I said it wrong earlier. It cuts from Shorty getting the shackle off and doing that to Indy. Now Indy shackles in Willie. Oh, okay. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> and a great uh, a great Darth Vader quote here. Oh, what? Willie says, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the same position as uh, Darth Vader as well in yeah. that uh, chair yeah. too. So. Yeah. yeah. Lucas yeah, will never, he, he never, you know, he never throws away anything. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's like a poetry. It rhymes. Yep. And if you don't think that's right, stay here till minute eighty three, and you will be convinced beyond any doubt. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> hey Pete, you know you mentioned the the you know the electricity down there in the in the mine, and Tom, you mentioned the three. They have three Sankara stones. <laughs> They're at cutting edge. So, but I'm wondering, like you you see, we kind of see, especially in these minutes. In the background of the cave, like the cave's 
the tunnels are kind of lit by this gaseous yellow light. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is that? Tabana gas, I think. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, yeah. it's a good question. It's a good old way to use the use the same set but relight it so it looks like a different part of the uh, yeah. the temple. We're in the z- yellow zone now. Yeah, we <laughs> that's right. There's no parking. Zone. No parking in the yellow zone. <laughs> right. What are those kids doing there? They shouldn't be parked. <laughs> it is. It is like that yellow light. Like it makes you think if it's like sulfur, it must just smell horribly down there. Oh god. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't think there's a scenario where it smells great in the Temple of Doom, though, to be fair. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, they got the flapistries hanging <laughs> up all over. And not only that, when they show, I mean, they show them flapping, meaning that there's like a nice constant breeze blowing through there, you know, <laughs> yeah. wafting oh, the smells yeah. of, of yeah. skin, <laughs> you know. God. <laughs> yeah, you know, skin, uh, you know, necrotic <laughs> roading oh, don't, skin don't there, past your nostrils. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't think it smells good in the Temple of Doom either. <laughs> oh, I do like at the very end when Molaram turns around. Like I think he gets that this is a Darth Vader reference too, because then he just he turns and looks at her and he just starts cracking up. Yeah, I always thought he's just been he's he's been standing uh, there for all that time in that same position, just waiting, just waiting for the camera to go back on him. Yeah, I'll do it real slow and I'll smile. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he has a great smile, I got to say though. He's 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 got a magnetic smile. Yeah. He does. He does. Makes you wish he was nicer. <laughs> well, he might have been before he drank the the blood. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the other side movie. He's, well, he's not Kali like like Mulleramias. you know Nazis who are inherently evil. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all around just yeah, he got he was just hanging around with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some. Uh, I'm sure there's some like whatever it is, Wicca Jonesia that <laughs> they talk about his childhood. Yeah. He's an Aquarius, and <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody else have anything else? Oh yes. Wait a minute. Oh? This just in from Professor oh? Christy Porter. Say. I'll be in my office Thursday, but not Wednesday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's just where she's at. <laughs> she's kind of, yeah, she's she's checking out a little bit. She's spilling Neolithic. Well, so is can. it is it uh, like is he on winter break or like sub between the spring and I fall semesters? Could be. Like at Raiders, we kind of figured it was like Halloween, and then it went into November. But when was when do you think this takes place? I don't think we've ever discussed that. I don't know. It seems like it's summer in India. So what season would it be in the States? I don't know. Well, it's not. It would either be the rainy season or the dry oh, right, season. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to figure out that. I don't know if that's the rainy season or the dry season. Well, it's also I hard to tell with Mayapur. Season. It's always a dry season now in Mayapur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> poor slobs. Oh, God, that's funny. They're, <laughs> village. They're starving. They don't have any kids. Classic. Uh... Well, Ed, thanks for joining us for Minute 81. It's, can you come it's, back? It's a uh, pleasure. <laughs> our pleasure, too. Uh, hopefully you can come back tomorrow and uh, join us for more fun. I will, uh, I will uh, set the date. All right. And until then, when can, uh, where can people find you and uh, the IndieCast? Uh, look, the best place is uh, on Facebook. If they just go to uh, 
do a search for IndyCast and uh, they can also find us at theindycast.com or on iTunes or the, all the regular places, uh, social media and those things. So um, come and uh, stop by. Awesome. We highly recommend it. It's cool. Awesome Thank show. you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Pete, where can people come and uh, find our awesome show? Uh, come check out our Facebook group, Indiana Jones Minute Listeners Crusade. Uh, just type that in. Come join the conversation. Lots of people uh, talking about the minute. And you can get to see some of these behind-the-scenes pictures of, film, of scenes that they shot but didn't make it into the movie. Oh, yeah. The conversation continues forever. <laughs> uh, so do all those things, and then please come back tomorrow for Minute 82 of Temple of Doom here on the Indiana Jones Minute. No! <laughs> Can I hear you sing Crystal Gale? <laughs> is she Angel of the Morning? What other ones does she no, do? No! No, that's Juice Newton. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't it make my brown eyes blue? Maybe, maybe we could have done Indiana Jones and the Kingdom <laughs> of the Crystal Gale. That would have been Yay! <laughs>